Fantastic. It's told me that the 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 recording has started. Did you hear that? Okay, we just just yep, it's going now. So again, whatever you want to talk about is okay. Um, I like recording things because everybody can listen to what we're all being subjected to. You know exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. We we're not going through all this, you know, enlightenment, pain and suffering for for someone not to benefit. Uh, of our experience because the the pathway is long and arduous and um, it's also extraordinarily rewarding um, you know it's almost like I was thinking this morning as to what it feels like for me and the thought that came into my into my head was you know the opening scene of, you know, the first Star Wars, you know, a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And and you don't know what the hell you're starting on until you get into it. And then once you keep going, you can't can't stop. Um, Because the, the knowledge is, God, if it's taken you know, thousands of years to, or a thousand years to hide the knowledge. <laughs> it hasn't taken that long for me to discover it. And and um, it all credit to you for, for that process and, and other people, you know. You've got to point people in the right direction, but as you say, they have to do it themselves. There's no, there's no easy... Um, there's no easy solution. There's no you can't you can point, but you've got to do it because you have to know it inside out, back to front, sideways, um, and even then you're going to come up with obstacles. So originally, when um, when I suggested we have a chat, it was probably to um, talk about the day-to-day uh, pitfalls and obstacles in in having all this knowledge um, from you know exiting your gate to going to talk to the first person at the bank or you know at somewhere where you have to tell people who you are um, and geez you know um, I I got you know lots of kids at home and I got lots of people that will listen to what I'm saying but you lose them very very quickly so um, the reason I thought we should have a call is because um, I had an interesting run-in a couple of nights ago where I got pulled over for something fairly routine. And I think you'd be fascinated um, to find out how it went. Um, in, in a nutshell, um, and I'll let you maybe comment on it, um, got pulled over... Um, gave over my um, my autographed my stamped autographed no autographed yeah stamped autographed um, blood thumbprint um, underneath which says Patron and Pure Blood. Um, it's a it's a really cool card because it's got um, it's an open card so I can write 
vintage 1969, I can write I for one and all present and accounted for from fertilisation to last expired breath. I indicated um, again the autograph and wrote international organisation, organisational title, diplomatic immunity and pretty much um, they threw that back at me, forced my car open, dragged me out of the car, handcuffed me, searched my car looking looking for a driver's licence and as soon as they found the driver's licence, <laughs> they, they were like, oh, fantastic, uncuff him. Right? So they were looking for the culprit <laughs> that they can do something with because they couldn't do anything with me when they asked me my identity. I said, well, an identity is a juvenile infant. I'm a 53-year-old living man. And they didn't like that much either. So, yeah, what do you think about that? <laughs> First of all, um, you kind of have to, I, I mean, what I've learned over the years is you, you pick your battles and you don't hold court in the street, um, which is difficult for people. You know, um, the character on the driver's license is trust property. It evidences a trust. So the only thing I would say, because I actually have a Florida state driver's license. Now, the thing about it is it's not mine. It's not my license. It's the state of Florida's license. So if the only thing I would say for clarification purposes is number one, I, I, I don't carry it. I don't have it on me. And then I would maybe reach into the glove box and take it out and say, and it's not my license. It's the state of Florida's license. It's trust property. So I would just, yeah. that's the only thing that I would do um, to not hold court out in the street. Yeah, um, yeah I, that's I, I a didn't huge, that. huge, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, but they were looking I, for I could, it. That 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 was the only thing that they were looking for. They were looking for the culprit, for the for the one that they have control over, because the other. I said I, I said this is this this is the property of the state of Victoria. This is not me. I'm a 53 right. year old living man, and I and the other thing that I uh, that I said at the beginning uh, was no understanding, and then they say you don't understand. I said no, I don't stand under you. I'm a 53-year-old living man. I do not stand under you. That's, it's because all very hard not to say. It's hard when you know the truth not to, not to tell the truth. But they're, they're not interested in that. They're interested in gaining literally the upper hand. And the only way they can do that is by finding the evidence that you're within that community. Jurisdiction. That community within, within the yeah, yeah. I'm using the word community because I want people to understand what jurisdiction actually means. It means yeah. that you, you, you've decided to participate willfully in a, in, in a community that has its own set of standards. They're very low standards, by the way, but it is a set <laughs> of communities. Well, it is because it's, it's a dead body. I mean, everybody's, everybody is actually in the cemetery you know, alongside each other in, in those 
um, plots, those yeah. those yeah. Yeah. those deed those deeded plots. But that's the point is, is that it's very hard to uh, deal with this out in the street because these guys, you know, depending on how bad a day they're having, you know, um, yeah. was it night or day was, or what yeah. was it? No, it was like it was nine o'clock. It was nine o'clock at night um, on a. Why did they stop you to begin with? What was going on? Uh, I think I think because I missed the transition from a hundred kilometres to eighty kilometres. Um, I mean, I wasn't going out of my way to do it, you know, to speed, but I missed the transition from a hundred kilometres to okay. eighty kilometres. Okay. So I was going. I was going a little bit over the eighty kilometres. Um, and again, and also remember, yeah. don't poke, don't poke the bear. That is poking no. the bear. No, I mean, no, no pun intended. I mean, the state troopers and stuff. They, it's funny over the years they called them bears. But anyway, um, <laughs> you really don't want to. You really don't want it to be that tallest nail, where you're speeding. I, no. I get it. There is a transitional position, but you got to be aware when you're out there. When you're out there, right. they're looking for people to to stop. Yeah. Oh, because I, I do a lot of kilometers. You know, I I drove. Uh, this year, uh, late last year, I drove uh, three and a half thousand kilometres to meet, you know, friends from social media across Australia. And before that, I did about um, four and a half thousand kilometres. And you know, I didn't get pulled up during that time. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so I'm, 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 well, I'm, what I'm trying to tell you is, I'm pretty careful, right? Um, and I drive across Europe, like continental drives across Europe, you know, seven hours, nine hours, you know, um, but at least in the last couple of years, and I haven't been pulled up, you know what I mean? So, you know, it was late. I missed the transition. You know, I wasn't doing anything crazy, you know. Um, right, right. And also then they, and then they wanted to uh, breathalyze me. They wanted to give me a breath test to check for alcohol. And um, I advised them that um, I was the the Lord and Master over my biological entity. No, oh, sorry, I didn't say entity. Over my, over my biology, and uh, I do not stand under them. I do not perform medical tests. Sorry. Is that the is that the uh, first time you've been stopped for a number of years? Uh, yeah, a long time. Yeah, long time. Yeah. Long time. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, so I was. Um, you know, in 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 hindsight, I remember you saying to them, "If they want your driver's license, <laughs> give it to them. <laughs> Don't let them beat you." Um, yeah. Because I have I have had, yeah, I have had um, I have had an experience in 2021 where um, where I was walking walking. This is during the the deep dark Melbourne lockdowns where I was walking down the street with my lunch. We weren't allowed to leave. Uh, further than five kilometres from our house. I was within my five kilometres of the house and um, there was there was some marches going on, protests nearby. Um, I was minding my own business. And um, they started, there was this um, red badge, red brigade police that um, were sort of the military arm, you know, the paramilitary arm of the police. And they just started dropping people to the ground, started jumping on people, um, sort of right in front of me. And I tried to avoid, you know, getting involved. Um, and before I knew it, there were sort of six, seven, eight people on top of me. And uh, you're not allowed to... I'm an asthmatic, you know. And um, I was being crushed and, 
you know, thought I was fighting for my life. And you know, but you're not allowed. If they break a fingernail, you're in big trouble. You know, big trouble. And again, um, I didn't, uh, I didn't have any identity on me at that time uh, because I was out just getting my lunch. I just had some cash. I was doing some exercise, just getting lunch on the way home, and handcuffed, thrown in the back of, back of, uh, you know, police car. Um, my 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 cuffs were so tight, I lost feeling in both my arm, both my hands, and um, and you know, a couple of hours later, I was, you know, in a cell. They were doing more, you know, searching of me trying to trying to find you know who I was and etc and I had to I had to give up my identity because um, I wasn't it was 2021 I didn't know anything about anything pretty much and um, and the whole process in court was completely undesirable dealing with lawyers was completely undesirable um, like the, the lawyer of three occasions was calling me at 10 o'clock at night trying to prepare evidence for eight o'clock in the morning um and i managed to kind of get through that uh, on the basis of some incredibly good character character witnesses and i said okay never again i better start working out how i'm not to be in this situation again um and i mean i can do i can do the spiel you know i can do the spiel pretty accurately you know uh, about the birth certificate of character, uh, about it not being me, about you know being a being my placenta, but it's my placenta is part of me, uh, half me, half my mother, and it is th- three. They don't you know, care. You do know that. That, no, that none of that stuff will matter that. at that level. Right. At that level. No. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so I, I loved the, one of the calls that you did with Eric, where you where you were talking about sending mail back, mis misaddressed with a thumbprint, author <laughs> author pacifist. I love it. <laughs> you don't need any more. Well, you it's your... then you then you actually I, I think in that call with Eric, I was explaining that your origin there is no name, there is there yes, is no. Correct. Yeah. signature required if you want to get all the way back to the beginning the only thing that you have in common with the beginning is your genetics and of course a thumbprint would actually identify those that 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 dna or that those genes mm. yeah so um I've, I've done some some um study from from another guy um uh his name's david win miller and i don't really want to talk about him too much but um, he, the way he signs, oh, no, the way that he, um, what's the word? The way that he identifies, um, so when he, when he does his uh, autograph, when he does his, um, he puts a stamp, a gold back. So stamps are gold backed. Uh, he says the post office runs the world, whatever. Good. Um, he puts a stamp, and then over the top of the stamp, he writes his autograph, um, and then he he does a a thumbprint in blood. So it's oh, that's right. It's triple authenticated. So you've got saliva, 
which is biological. You've got blood, which is biological. And then you've got your international organizational title, right? So Curtis R. Period. Columba, right? So, right, right. Um, and I use, I use purple for that. So anything that I uh, deal with, that's what I use. Um, and I think uh, you mentioned in, a, in an earlier call um, that when you send, send your letters, uh, you, you have to put the stamp on and the autograph because that way it gets noticed or it, they need to respond to it. I, re I just remember that reading in order for that government to receive or, or be able to acknowledge receipt of any communications, back yeah. in the 1860s, they required a two-cent stamp to do so. Um, that's right. why, I mean, that's why the old saying is to put your two cents in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and um, I don't know, know what a two-cent stamp yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so David, David Wynn Miller, <laughs> who, uh, he's, he's sort of famous because he, um, he teaches quantum syntax grammar, which is basically when you talk about a letter that has no wiggle room, he writes contracts that have no wiggle room. And he's basically disqualified many, many contracts worldwide. But when, when different countries made, um, treaties with the, the post office, they did it on a, you know, a, a hundred, 200 years ago, whenever it was done, they used to do it with a one cent stamp. <laughs> and then it went, or a five cent right. stamp. And then it, it went up in value as time went on. But, um, yeah, so, um, you know, that's just sort of a, just a small, small part of my story. I've done the 85, 84 series, 84 lectures of yours, and I've started doing them again. So uh, yeah. the second time round, I'm, um, I'm at lecture 14. Which is, uh, which is, which My is apologies. the one? No, no, no. It's good. Um, I, 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 that was the one that I've been racking my brain. Um, I've been trying to do the the lecture with Patron, because I thought that was really important. Um, and 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 the mixing of the red and the blue to make purple, because all my communication is in purple, is in purple um, ink. So. Um, and I've got a red rather than doing the blood because you know I'm, I keep pricking myself. <laughs> right, uh, right. I'm doing it. I'm doing it red ink. I'm doing my stamps in red, red ink. So, as a representative, but um, uh, I just wanted to. I, I think this is this is really really important. Um, I wanted to ask you. Um, you've already told me about the uh, about the driver driver license. So, it it is. Uh, the, it represents the birth certificate of character. It isn't you, but you're required to ca to walk around with it for their purposes, not for your purpose. Well, okay, okay, okay. Let's 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 be clear. What it is that is being yep. represented? <clears throat> that deposit when they clamp and cut the umbilical cord, and it becomes the principal deposit. Um, in, in that in God we trust or the security. So again, think about going into the castle. You're going into the city, the city of God, the city of gold, whatever. And they say, you got to leave something to secure uh, your visit. And that could be, it, it's all fiction. It's a fictional heaven, let's say. 
but you got to leave something at the door to secure your visit there. And that security happens to be the umbilical cord and extraembryonic that's still attached to mom's portion of the placenta. Yes. Now, what's interesting about the mom's portion, I, by the way, I should probably say that the last two calls I've done have not been posted because they're going to go alongside or they're going to explain the letter that I've recently written, which is the culmination of everything pretty much I know. So I have one letter that nobody's seen yet that will probably have 20 hours all by itself to explain. Yeah. Just the one letter. Now, what I'm trying to explain to people is that you got to look at inside the womb when you're inside your capsule, when, you're, when your zygote now conceptus is floating down the waters of mom um, in oh, the fallopian tube. I don't like the word conceptus at all. I think that's a, that's a bit of a confusing point for people. Because uh, that's why I say zygote, by the way. Yeah, I know. Yeah, don't say conceptus because that, that confused me the other day. And I'm like, no, it was an early call. And, and you guys were using conceptus a little loosely, if you know what I mean. <laughs> well, I, I do. And, and the problem is, is that's the proper term. So the zygote, yeah. the zygote, the single cell zygote prior to subdivision, is it only mm. lasts about one day. But once subdivision mm. occurs or begins to occur on, let's say, day two, the word mm. zygote now becomes the word conceptus. The problem with conceptus, and I know what you're talking about, is the concept of conception. Well, and, and I get that. It is confusing. I always use the word zygote, and I use it yes. inappropriately. I'll be honest with you. When I talk about the zygote, I even talk about the zygote implanting into the wall of the uterus, but it doesn't. Which is the conceptus correct, actually yeah. is planting. Okay, I'm just, I got yeah. it. I understand that, that there's a potential problem there, but I always refer yeah. to the zygote or that singularity or that, that entirety, that single cell entirety as the zygote. And then, of course, when it subdivides within itself, everything happening inside that kingdom, inside that godly yes. estate it, it just changes the term, but I get the confusion. I don't like using the word conceptus because people go, oh, conception. I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I know the confusion. But anyway, so here you are floating down the waters of mother completely unattached, completely yeah. unattached. And, and, and you're floating in, in time and space. You're not connected to anything. You're basically in heaven. You are nowhere you're not attached to mother anywhere. You are, your coordinates are changing constantly, and you're not fixed to anything. Well, yes. so that's the first, let's say, six, seven days. Well, Genesis 2.2 says, on the seventh day, God rests. Okay. When, do you, when did God rest? When you planted into the uterine wall. What people don't understand is when you're on the, in the, on the waters, in mom's waters, that's like being on the river of life or the river. When you plant into the uterine wall, it's like your boat, your ark, is being, it's, it's getting beached. Yeah. Really what's happening is you're now on the bank of the river. The bank. 
That's B-A-N-K, B-A-N-C. Uh, what people don't realize is that the mother, the uterine wall, is the bank. So when you plant into the uterine wall, you're embanked. It's an embankment. Yeah. When that material comes out after birth as part of the placenta, believe it or not, that's the bank. The piece of mom that is evidencing the, the, the relationship with, with the financial, the ecumenical financial system of the world, that piece of mom is the bank. And so there's a piece of you, the fetal portion of the placenta, attached to the bank. But the bank is the accretion. It's the maternal accretion. So what they're doing is if you're not, if you don't relate, if, you, if you've disconnected from the bank, there's no way for you to pay the bill. That fetal maternal placenta is evidence of your, of your ability to pay in this realm. So when you claim a birthday, you're, you're now disconnecting from the bank and, and you have no way to pay the bill because the bank itself is the, piece, is the motherland. That's why they say X marks the spot or we sign next to the X because the yeah, X yeah. represents mom's chromosomes. The maternal uh, female chromosome is the bank. That's the maternal part of the placenta. So again, when we disconnect from the bank, I mean, think about you travel all over the world, but imagine me going from Americas, the Americas, to Europe. I cross the Atlantic. If all of a sudden my line of communication, when I'm in London, when my line of communication gets disrupted or disconnected, and I'm in, I'm in England drinking at the pub or in Ireland playing golf, if all of a sudden my credit card doesn't work because my communication, my line of communication is down, I'm no longer connected to my bank back home. I can't, there's no way to recognize my link or my connection to the bank back home. And so that's what they've done is they've created an international worldwide system where the deposit becomes the surety wherever you are in the world. I'm in London, but my bank is back here. If I get disconnected, if my communication, line of communication gets dis disconnected or disrupted, when I'm sitting in the pub and they go, I'm sorry, uh, Kurt, but your, your card's not working, it's because I'm no longer connected to the bank. The same thing holds true with the deposit. When we claim a birthday, we disconnect ourselves from that fetal maternal mother and child, Jesus and Mary, bank, um, of Rome, and, and so now we can't pay the bill because there is no money left. They've taken all the money out, and all they got is this, this uh, blood sacrifice on deposit that evidences your willfulness to participate in their banking system, in their Christianity, whatever words you want to use. But now you're disconnected by claiming a birth certificated character, and now what happens is they're just looking for a way to get you into the court system so you can fight over whose property or whose bank account that is. And that's what the cops were doing with you the other day. They were looking for a way to get you into that court. That's yeah. all they're doing. They, their job is to cite yeah. you, to get you into the court, so then you get, the attorneys, the bar, can, can, can work together or in concert 
to, to make what they make off of that case. But the reality is, is now you're fighting or not fighting um, for that account, that bank account. That's all it yeah. is, and it's all biology. So, so um, that's a really good explanation. Um, but if you are still connected to your placenta, okay, which evidence is your ability to pay, then the zygote, the spark of life, the first day, you don't have a placenta at that point. Oh, my turn. <laughs> yeah, go my for turn. It. Yeah, go. Okay, yeah. this that's a beautiful that's a beautiful way to, to begin this. Then my next book, this book that's coming out next month, is called First in Time. First in Time, and I'm glad you brought that up because it'll make perfect sense right now. The moment Dad's sperm fertilizes Mom's ovum, the product of that act is. What? It's the zygote, the single cell singularity, the zygote, the origin of the species. That single cell zygote evidences the divinity, divinity of dad's vine and mom's vine all the way back, all through all their ancestors all the way back. So the zygote is evidence of divinity, divinity, two vines. <clears throat> it's first in time. So the very first piece of you that ever exists your godly kingdom, your godly estate, is that single cell. It's first in time. It's the very first evidence of your existence. Here's the beauty. <clears throat> As I'm moving through the fallopian tubes on the waters of mother, I'm still first in time. When I plant into the wall of the uterus, that is six, seven, eight, ten days later. So the accretion that when mom creates that, when, when her uterine wall changes to accommodate my implantation, my landing into the wall, that is subsequent or secondary in time to my creation. So the bank account or that, that bank, that biological bank that my, my boat, my vessel, my ark is now beached upon, is secondary. It's second in time, and it was created specifically for me. I have a right-of-way over it. Yes. So once I establish first in time, which I do in the book big time, I mean hardcore, that first in time then evidences everything subsequent. Think about that. Everything subsequent then is mine. It's mine. And nobody gets this. If I claim the birthday, which only evidences what occurs at implantation, it does not take into consideration first in time, which is fertilization. It only takes into consideration implantation. Implantation, I stopped at that. I stopped at the uterine wall on my way here. It wasn't my yeah. final destination. I just stopped there. Mom kept me alive. She supported me with through the fetal-maternal placenta, my biology and mom's biology interfacing to keep me alive all the way for the next nine months or 280 days or whatever. And then I come out of mom. Thank you, mom, for supporting me, for giving me oxygen, nutrients, getting rid of my waste material. But now that I'm out of you, I no longer require your services. Now, it doesn't mean that I wasn't there. 
And it doesn't mean my fetal biology is not my property. So when they're holding onto the placenta as a deposit, they have a piece of me which is collateral to, to mom's bank. Think about that. The fetal maternal placenta, if, uh, the piece of me, the fetal property is collateral to the maternal. And the maternal is collateral to the fetal. And they're considered, you know this, they're considered a bundle. They're bundled together. The placenta is looked at as a bundle of rights. Some of me, some of mom. And, when, and as long as that placenta is looked at as a single, a single organ, they're going to look at those rights as being bundled together. The, pro the problem is, is that's not a true statement. There's my biology and there's mom's biology. But they're going to take that placenta, that fetal maternal placenta, and they're going to look at that and go, well, look, at this is 92 chromosomes. It's neither mom nor baby. And then they're going to go to 35 USC 101, and they're going to, they're going to patent the 92 chromosome organ called placenta as a composition of matter, a composition of matter. Well, yeah. but yeah. it's not really a composition of matter because the truth is it's some of my biology and some of mom. If I lay claim yeah. to my biology all the way back at first in time, then I also remove it from that bundle, from that composition of matter, and now that patented situation doesn't exist. So again, it seems yeah. theoretical, but it's not because it's the truth. <laughs> The problem it's is, yeah. the problem is, is nobody really knows this. There's not enough people that are telling the truth. Everybody prefers the birth certificated, you know, bundle of rights, and that bundle of rights then allows them to take all of your property, put it into a trust, and then administrate the trust because of the bundle of rights. The bundle of rights also leads to what's known as a social contract, where they call that the greater good. As long as that placenta is allowed to remain um, forgotten, forsaken, abandoned, uh, donated, whatever words you want to use, if, they, if that thing stays in play as is, then they have the ability yeah. to do what they did to you the other day. Yeah. So um, you cannot patent something that's, Nature made in nature, yeah. But you can patent but the, something but, that's but the made organ of is not. different things. <laughs> but that, but the organ. If they look at that as a single organ that has 92 chromosomes, they're going to say it's neither mom nor baby. It's it's yeah. something different, something new. They call something it a tertium new, quid, a, a, yeah. a, a, a tertium quid, and if it's viewed as a tertium quid. Now it's neither, and it becomes a patentable third-party, third-person, third-thing. Yeah. But in nature, it doesn't exist. And that's where, yeah. that's where we're going with this, is first in time, uh, right-of-way. I have a right-of-way over mom's land, mom's uterine wall. Um, the biggest thing of all, though, is that the anagram, the jumble for uterine is retinue. Retinue. And when you, yeah, retinue, and then when you look up the word court, and it says the person in suit of the sovereign um, and his regal retinue. So there's me, the baby, there's my umbilical cord, and then there is that piece of me and piece of mom, which is mom being the retinue or the, 
the uterine aspect, all of that together is considered the court. All of it. Baby yep. umbilical, extra embryonic, and that accretion or that piece of mom, the retinue, the uterine, i.e. retinue, that is the court. That's the entire court, which doesn't exist in nature as one unit. It exists as me plus my right-of-way over that motherland or over that accretion. By the way, ultimately, what's going to happen is once people go back to some of the early stuff and recognize the word avulsion, um, I'm going to do this with you right now just because I'm thinking about it. Let me go down and get my black law real quick. Uh, because the word avulsion, I talk about the accretion because the accretion is what mom actually produced as my landing yeah. strip or my piece of ground that she yeah, creates yeah, yeah. specifically for me. But the avulsion is the key because this is where... Of course, this is in the, the book too. But the, the transfer of the transfer of, of um, when when the when the deposit through the waters moves to another area, then you change the ownership, right? And that's and that's kind of what um, what. So you think about it. There's I, I'm 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 whole W H O L E and I'm floating down the waters of mother. I'm whole, I land into the uterine wall. Now, mom, her biology, accepts me and then surrounds me and helps me survive the next nine months in the womb. But then baby comes out of, the, out of mom at the, through the, what they call the birthing process. The umbilical cord is still straddling the unborn and born world. And then a piece of me is still attached to the uterine wall, the, is the extra embryonic membranes, still attached. So when they clamp and cut the cord, piece of me is still attached on the other side of the water. Oh. It's still in mother's waters. It's over there. It's, it's not with me in the present anymore. It's still in the womb, still attached to the uterine wall. Now this is why evolution is so huge. Uh, Avulsion's on page 125 of Black's Law, 5th edition. It says, A sudden and perceptible loss or addition to land by the action of water. Think about that. I lost a piece of me. And it's on the motherland. It's still on the uterine wall. So a piece of me has been added to mom's uterine wall um, so it says perceptible loss or addition to land a loss by me an addition to mom see that yeah yeah okay and so then ideally, it goes on to say, ideally yeah. no go ahead all right so so ideally when that sudden when the sudden shift in the waters occurs down the bank ideally when it washes everything out, it should wash the placenta off mother and wash it to your side or should come with you as a full-term delivery. But that never happens. If, they, if the umbilical cord and all of that uterine wall material were all to come out into the light of day, 
outside of the womb. And it, and it was still all one unit. It would become Correct. obvious. It would become obvious. Yes. But when they clamp and cut the cord, they leave a piece of me back there on the bank, on the bank, attached yeah. to the bank. So then you've got to look at it as, as it's over there. I'm on this side of the river. I'm on this side of the water. I'm outside the womb on this side. But the rest, residue, and remainder of my estate is over there on the bank. You see it? Yep. yep. It's over there. It's on the other side. Now, to go on with the Vulcan, it says, a sudden change in the bed or course of a stream. You made your bed. <laughs> it says, the removal, the removal of a considerable quantity of soil from the land of one man and its deposit upon or annexation to the land of another. Isn't that what happens when they clamp and cut the cord? Yep. A piece yep. of me, of, of my biology, of my godly estate, of my celestial body, my heavenly body, was cut off, it was removed when they clamp and cut the cord, and it ended up over on somebody, somebody, else, somebody else's land, which is my mom. The placenta evidences it. When it comes out after me, after baby, the placenta, the fetal-maternal placenta, evidences my biology deposited on mom's. The deposit. Yeah. It's a principal deposit, by the way, because it evidences the earliest part of my existence. It actually evidences my godly origin. Baby is the fruit Remember that the, the zygote is the, is, is the first in, in, in order, the first in time. But then it evolves within itself, and then you've got the embryo being created that turns into the fetus, that turns into the baby. So the baby, through evolutionary process, evidences the fruit of the zygote, which is why John 10.30 biblically says, I and my father are one. I and the zygote are one and the same, but I have evolved beyond the original material, and the original material is evidenced in the placenta. So they have my link to God as a deposit on that motherland. It's an avulsion. It goes on to say, at avulsion, um, let me read that again. Let me read what I just read. It says, the removal of a considerable consideration, there's the consideration to the agreement or the bundle of rights, the removal of a considerable quantity of soil from the land of one man, there it is, me, the baby, and its deposit upon or annexation to the land of another, suddenly and by the perceptible action of water, the waters of mother. It goes on to say, where running streams are the boundaries between states, the state of the unborn and born, unborn is a state, the born is a state. The same rule applies as between private proprietors. And if the stream from any cause, comma, natural or artificial, look at that, natural or artificial, uh. and if the stream from any cause, natural or artificial, suddenly leaves its old bed and forms a new one, by the process known as avulsion, the resulting change of channel works no change of boundary. So even though a piece of me is laying over on the beach, over on, on that bank of mother, 
I, my boundary, the limits of my biology have not changed. So I, a piece of me is here and a piece of me is over there. A piece of me is in the present moment outside of the womb, but then a piece of me gets recorded onto a Gregorian calendar arrival that's frozen in time in the past. September 19, 1960 at 3.50 a.m., a piece of me was frozen in time. In his story, my story began at fertilization, but now they have a piece of me in history. I've never been in history because I've always only been present from fertilization to this moment, but now they have captured a piece of me on a record that, that evidences a historical presence prior to this present moment. And you know what? It doesn't exist in reality, but it does exist on a record. And that's the record that they're using in all of these court actions. And it's also the record that evidences your willing participation in that public. Okay, let me finish with the Volson real quick because this is mind-blowing what it says here. Works no change of boundary, which remains in the middle of the old channel, though no water may be flowing in it and irrespective of subsequent changes to the new channel. So realistically, that's all it is. It just shows that there's land over there on the bank. But here's the thing. To constitute avulsion rather than accretion, so as to preclude change in boundary between riparian owners, riparian means land attached to water, connected to water. That's all it means. Um, it is not necessary that soil washed away be identifiable. It being sufficient that the change is so sudden, the cutting of the umbilical cord, so sudden that the owner of land washed away, the baby, is able to point out approximately as much land added to opposite bank as he had washed away. I'm telling you right now, I already know what was added to my mom. I already know what was added to the bank as the principal deposit, and that is the umbilical cord and the extra embryonic, the fetal extra embryonic material that is evidenced in the placenta. I already have identified it. So now, here's the biggest part, is now that I've identified my biology attached to the bank, that becomes, in their world, equity. Even though I don't agree with equity, even though I'm the sole owner, that becomes equity and the only way I know how to evidence equity in their system is going all the way back to the beginning. And, of course, if you claim a birthday, you're sacrificing equity. And remember that equity um, doesn't aid a volunteer. So if I claim a birthday and I allow my principal deposit to go unclaimed, I don't have any equity. But if I know my equity, if I know what's happened biologically, I have equity, and now equity gets me out of the, out of the trouble. It gets me out of the fiction. It gets me out of their, their – their, I'm, I'm not at war anymore. I'm not at war. And that, that make, puts me back into a neutral position. And if, there's, if I'm not arguing over whose property that is, it just stays where it is. I let that sleeping dog, D-O-G, opposite of God, I let that sleeping dog lie where it is. The equity comes into play, they pay the bill, and I go home. That's it. It, it, it just, everything stays the way it is, and I keep going. Equity is your ability to pay. Equity evidences my deposit, and equity pays that bill in that fictitious once upon a time Gregorian-based calendar realm. But if I claim a birthday, 
I have cut myself off from that line of communication. I've cut myself off from the equity, and now there's an argument over the property, and that's what they're doing. They're, 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 there's a point of contention now that has to be addressed in a courtroom. That's why I'm saying is that you can give them a driver's license, but realistically what I'm trying to do or what I'm trying to accomplish is go to the absolute highest levels around the world evidencing what they're looking at is equity through the, the biological deposit, that avulsion. Now, all this, by the way, is in my latest letter, just an FYI. <laughs> it, it, that letter only took me 16 years to write. <laughs> well, and, 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 and that avulsion, based on all the things that you use, is about 40, 40 lectures, about 120 hours. <laughs> it, it probably is. There's no, and, and, and the avulsion was something... The avulsion was something that I, I discovered biologically probably back almost 10 years ago, 2015-ish or something like that. Um, I actually had a guy uh, in Illinois identify that avulsion that it, they called it a B-A-N-C-O, Banco, and that, that Banco or that B-A-N-C is your ability to pay. It is your... Um, your property, where, I mean, your, it, it's your property, your boat on mom's bank. So your, the yeah. ark, your boat, is beached on mom's bank of the river. And, and now, as long as your the beautiful thing, I, maybe I, I should start here, is if I'm still walking around my living room right now, if I'm still using the biology today, breathing the spiritual man shall be judged by no man i'm, I'm breathing i am filled with the spirit then my boat is not beached i'm still using it i'm still using that biology so life this is where the sedicate viac 1666 kicks in when a man proves life he's revested well the problem is claiming a birth certificate or that character there's no life in that character that's your boat beached if i'm still using it today and I know my godly origin, and I express myself properly, then the boat is not beached, and I, and, and I have all my equity. It's all me. That's the difference, is n the knowledge sets me free from um, that, that, that embankment. Remember, if I keep my... If my stuff is in the bank or in the safe, if my stuff is being kept safe for me because I have yet to wake up, then imagine being held in the safe. That's a prison. It's a prison. You're inside the safe. That's why they say, you know, take care or stay safe. That's you accepting your property held in the safe and, and they're the keepers, or actually you are by your own admission. What's really strange about all of that is that it doesn't occur in reality. I mean, if, if you are your brother's keeper, if you keep claiming the birth certificated infancy, that, that infant character, that piece cut off of you that is beached on the placenta, then you, the king of your kingdom, you, the king of your godly estate, remain in infancy, and this is what Ville and, and, and some of those guys have been talking about for the last year or so, that property 
that infancy relegates you to regency. So your, your godly estate, your kingdom, your kingdom is under regency. It's, being, it's under guardianship until you wake up or until you mature. That's the key word here. Until you mature beyond the infancy of the birth certificated character. That infancy keeps your godly estate, your kingdom, under regency. A regent is watching over your property until you get beyond that birth certificated infant. And I'll do one last thing here, and then I'll shut the hell up for a little bit. Um, I'm going to the word regent um, at Webster's Online, R-E-G-E-N-T, D-E-F. And, and this, the first line is all you have to know um, at Webster's, and here it is. So think about this. The birth certificated infant is, is the prince. It's the prince to the kingdom. He's supposed to inherit the kingdom, but he's, because he's an infant, he's looked at as the prince. Well, look what it says at Regent. A person who governs a kingdom in the minority absence or disability of the sovereign so if your godly kingdom if your sovereignty begins at fertilization and and ends with your last breath but they clamp and cut the umbilical cord creating an infant estate that never ages beyond 365 days remember if you celebrate a birthday every 365 days it it goes back to infancy it remains a one-year-old your entire life. So that infant estate is subject to a regent. And, and again, I'm going to go to the definition at number one here. It says, a person who governs a kingdom in the minority, absence, or disability of the sovereign. Again, you might be a sovereign, but as long as you keep claiming a birthday, you're claiming infancy, which is minority, which is the absence of the king, which is a disability. So again, that birthday, that one-year-old never, ever inherits his godly estate. It's always under regency. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway. I've, I've, um, I'm close to finishing Fire in the Minds of Men. And, oh, my God. And, um, Revolution, revolutionary. <laughs> yes. So, so um, I'll just get my little spiel out. Um, but I, I say to people that celebrating the birthday and blowing out the candles on your placenta, your flat cake in Greek, placenta means flat cake, you are in an eternal revolutionary battle for your soul which you keep losing year after year by blowing out the lights of your life and going back to zero every single year. And a return to infancy. A, a return to infancy. Yeah, yeah a revolution. So you, you go back to, go back to, go back to. You, you never can get beyond that because you keep celebrating. It's a ritual. And everyone sings and everyone chants and you do the, the ritual every single year. And people look forward to it. And 
they just love being connected to the birthday cake, the flat cake, the placenta, and they're celebrating the fact that you your placenta died <laughs> and they took it away and then you're living your life through the placenta. Uh, sometimes on social media I say, basically you're walking around and you've got your placenta attached to you on a key ring <laughs> and you're going, hey, that's me. <laughs> There's my placenta. <laughs> that's me. And how do you how do you get people to give up celebrating a birthday? I there's can't a, do it. A, that's a that's a good question. Well, you can't. Well, you can't. Get uh, I can't do it. it. No, I, I mean, no. I'm as I, I I'm as good at this as anybody I know, and I can't do it. I can't get people to stop. In fact, I think realistically, um, I like I I like it all. I you know I I I like the smiles on their faces at, at the birthday celebration. I like, uh, believe it or not, I still have my Christmas tree, my Christmas tree up right now. I'm looking at it. I have lights on and I'm still, I still, I'm still enjoying my Christmas tree. I don't care about any of this shit because it's not real to me. The problem is, is it's real to the rest of the world. Um, Santa Claus, the saint, the saint Claus, um, Santa itself, I mean, people are telling me what Santa actually means. The Santa Clause is an insurance policy. It's a clause. It, it, it's, it's a rider policy that's offered by the Church of Rome or the Roman Catholic Church. All of this stuff, I get it. But reality overrides everything. Fictio seed at veritati. Fiction yields to truth. So at the highest levels, and this is the key, at the highest levels, you have to notify these people that you know the truth, that you've matured beyond infancy. I'm 64-plus years old. I am not an infant, and mentally I'm not an infant, and I don't need to be treated with an id, an id entity, identity that only identifies the, the bundle of rights of that born-alive infant person. And that's why... When I speak the way I speak, when I write the way I write, I'm not trying to get out of a traffic ticket. I'm trying to oh. shed the brightest, shine the brightest light possible on the truth of the matter and let them fall on their own swords. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I'm not going to argue with anybody about the truth. The truth doesn't have sides. It doesn't take sides. The truth and nature are neutral. That's, they don't, there is no enemy for truth. And, and so I'm not, I'm going to stop, I'm going to go with the truth and I'm going to let the truth do whatever it can do for me, but I am not taking sides. Yeah. So can I ask you, uh, can we talk a little bit about some practical measures? I mean, pretty much every time you walk into a bank to pull out some money, they ask you to sign. Right? So one of the, one of the ways that I get around that is by putting a box around the X Anything inside a box can't be considered. And then I put my autograph down. But I'm actually and, and how of, how does that look? How does that look? Let, let let me let me hear it. Actually, I want to know okay. what it looks like when you do that. So you've you've got the X, and then you've got the line where you're supposed to put your signature in. So anything with a box around it cannot be considered. So like on the on on money. There used to be um, 
we, we, the dollar bill, for example. I think the US $1 bill, um, it has a circle around it, but all the other currency has a box around it. So anything that's inside a box can't be considered, according to um, David Wynn Miller. So uh, basically that's why they put things in boxes, because they can't be considered, can't be brought in as evidence. So <laughs> I put a box around the X, and then I put an autograph down. But what I was thinking uh, is to actually uh, go to the bank and say, right, look, I need to, need to alter uh, things on my file uh, to put my name uh, in with a period, you know, with an initial period indicated right. in, my, in my name. And then I'm, I won't be using a signature anymore. You need to record my thumbprint. I love that idea because now there can be no identity theft. Correct. That, that's yep. the biggest thing. I mean, I'm reading some things right now about the, the, the United States mail or the U.S. Postal Service or whatever, but I'm telling you right now that all of the names, all of the things that they're using to get into that mailbox, I've never seen it. I've never been properly addressed that I can mm. remember because they don't even have it in their, their ability in the computer systems or anything else to put that period down, and the United States requires it. Yeah, because you can't so, put a dot. A dot, a dot um, can't, even when you do your, like, internet banking and you want to put a pay, payee, you know, you put a payee, like internet banking, you know, it's, it's virtual, but there is, someone will see it. You can't put in a dot. You can't put any, like, italics or, or um, symbols. You can't can't put them in so what I do is um, I actually write so I haven't got a middle name so I put X period I actually write X period instead of the dot because you can't use you can't actually use a dot but um, it, um, another thing that I learned from oh you mean you write you write the word period you write the correct. word period yeah, yeah, or do, or some, or, or if it doesn't have enough space, I put dot. Uh, dot. Dot. That's even better. That's even better because oh. um, the period is it, it's one way to look at it, but the dot, d o t, um, mm. evidences a the dowry of mother. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, yes, yes. But um, l let me just say something else that I picked up in one of your recent lectures because. Uh, the other thing the police asked me the other night was, what's your address? I ah, said, was, I'm uh, glad you brought uh, that up because uh, I, we, we wait, need wait, to discuss wait, this. But, yeah, let, let, me, <laughs> let me tell you what, what I used from, I think it was one with Eric, uh, the, one of the talks with Eric. So um, in, a, in, in Australia, you have to pay land tax on places that are not your principal place of residence. Now, if I'm preparing a letter now, if your principal place of residence only relates to something that's dead, if a dead thing can have a, a residence, a, a prince, sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, I've got, got to go back and scrub that because I'm using things more correctly than I used to. If you have a residence, you're dead. You're, you're in, you know, there's a headstone you're under you know you're that's where your um 
that's where you're tied to the system. A residence ties you to the system at a particular place. And the only things that don't move are things that are dead in the ground, right? So because I live in my body, wherever I sojourn with my regal retinue, uh, I picked up from your uh, lecture that principal premises or private accommodations are two descriptions of an address that I can use. What do you think about that? Um, first of all, res, res dense is speaking about where the object the or trust. subject matter yep. of a trust yep. Yep. is located. So Correct. that's the yep. res. Okay, yes, that's yes, why yes. you're you're speaking about something disconnected or dead. Yeah, yeah. I don't um, I don't want to use residence. I will never use residence ever again. Um, but what I've done is substituted principal premises or private accommodations uh, with the use of an address. What, okay, what do you think and that's about that. And and. and if my if I asked you how you would like to be addressed, what am I actually asking you? What what place you want me to be associated with? Am I? If I if somebody says, Kurt, how would you like to be addressed? I would say organizationally, the only way I can be addressed is Curtis R. Period Collenbach. That's an address. Yes. And of course, according, according to 1946 Harry S. Period Truman, for convenience and consistency, that address does what? It, 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 it evidences the entirety of the organization. It's an organizational title. Now, yes. between you and I, you can call me Kurt. But if, if yes. somebody wants to address me formally, the only thing I'll accept at this point, knowing full well everything else is going to be confused, the only way I'll accept anything uh, as an address is Curtis R. Period Kallenbach. I mean, I know what most people are thinking. They're thinking, well, how do you receive mail? I'll receive mail at that address. What address? Are you talking about 630 North Mulford? No. The address I'm speaking about is Curtis R. Period Kallenbach. <laughs> So if you want to get a line of communication open with me, then the address I'll use is Curtis R. Period Kallenbach, and you can send it to that, that mailbox. But my address, if you want to speak to my organizational position, the only address I'll accept is Curtis R. Period Kallenbach. That is an address. That's an address. Um, the other numbers and all that stuff, that's a location. That's, that's a location. But my address? Um, okay. The only th the only address I'll accept at this point for convenience and consistency is Curtis R. Period Kallenbach. And believe it or not, uh, that organizational title puts me with the bank. It, 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 the period is the dowry. The period is the bank. So think of it that way. Curtis R. has the bank attached. Am I ever disconnected from the bank? If I know the dot is the dowry and the bank itself, am I ever disconnected from the bank? No, never. No. 
I have the ability to pay. I have, I'm evidencing equity with that address. Curtis R. Period Kallenbach evidences the equity of that deposit. The, uh, by the way, the actual is, equity of yeah. that – go ahead. What, what, what you said there is one of the most powerful things. Um, you have your address and then a location. That's great. That's just brilliant. Yeah, the geographic location, I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking out my front window, and I can see yeah. what they're calling a post box. Um, I'm looking right at it, and that's a location um, that it, it has coordinates. Uh, and, and, and it used to be attached to meets, meets and bounds, meaning the world or the geography. I don't know what it is now because you've got the post office, and then you have the United States Postal Service, which is totally different. So, but I'm looking at where they would deliver a location, 630 North Mulford, right there. But if you want to get something to me and my organization, the only address I can use um, for convenience and consistency is Curtis R. Period Kallenbach. And that um, has both the dowry of, from my mom, my mother's side. In other words, what did my mom or what did, what did my mom bring to the marriage? She brought the dowry or the, the offering from her father, which is the Papa side of the family, and that's represented in the dot or the period, Curtis R. period, Curtis R. dot. And, and, and my deposit, my principal deposit is the R. So I have Curtis, me, the one speaking. The R evidences the boat or the, 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 the zygote or the principal deposit, my biology, deposited on the bank, the dot or the period. And then, of course, the legitimacy to all of it, which is a fictitious trade name of my dad, known as industrial property, Kallenbach, is over there uh, after the full stop of the period. So Curtis, me, my principal deposit, the R, is located at the bank, dot or period, and then over there on the other side, subject to the Lanham Act, is my, fa is, is my dad's um, personality called Kallenbach. And all of it is an organization, all within the organizational title, Curtis R. Period Kallenbach. Now I have equity, and I just evidenced it with the R period. Yeah, that's brilliant. So, so um, when you were talking about principal premises or private accommodations, um, I'll, I'll have to go and re-listen to, to that. Um, oh, I, I know where it is. I'll, I'm going to go six feet under, and I'll go six feet under again and go get it. <laughs> Into the basement, it, down below the surface of the earth. I am down there now. I know what you're looking for, and I want to bring that up because that's so powerful. That is so that, powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this thing. Oh, there it is. Um, I actually have one of my cards, my, my Patron card, stapled to this because it, it, okay. it's part of that. It's part of that. Um, the Department of Justice at their website evidencing that 18 U.S.C. 112. Ready? Yep. <laughs> it's funny when I say that because, I mean, I, I, I have a, a, a picture of you in my head as a really hardcore professional man, you know, that really knows how to get things done. And here I am, you know, actually kind of having fun with this. Okay, here's what you're looking for. This was actually at, and, and I'll, I'll post this, this 
exact page or this site with this call, if, if only this. This is at the Department of Justice's own site, and it's from 18 U.S.C. 112A, and it says this. Prohibits assaults against foreign officials, official guests, and internationally protected persons, and attacks upon the official premises, private accommodations, or means of transport yes. of such persons. Yes, yes. And the provision also embraces attempts to commit such offenses. By its terms, um, section, subsection 112A neither requires proof of injury nor intent to injure a protected person. And it says United States versus GAN, whatever. So the idea is that, so here I am. Let me prove that I'm foreign. Let me, let me prove that I'm foreign right now. Somebody says, well, Kurt, you're not foreign. Yes, I am. In fact, my government is foreign to every other government. My government's upon my shoulders. So if my government's upon my shoulders, it's foreign to, to yours. <laughs> it's foreign to all other governments because it's on my shoulders. Now, here's what's interesting. My head and my government and my mind, mind, body, and spirit, are all one, are all one godly kingdom, one godly estate, all, all one unless they clamp and cut the cord. I mean, think about this. If my mind, if my government is upon my shoulders, but there's a piece of me missing that is unaccounted for, it's over there. I've forgotten about it. I've abandoned it, presumably. I've, I've forsaken it. Like Jesus says, Father, why have you forsaken me? I haven't. I remembered it. I know it. I have knowledge of it. So, my government upon my shoulders and this body includes with this knowledge the peace cut off of me. So that peace that was cut off of me is also under my government. Now, what happens if I claim a birthday? Well, the peace cut off of me is no longer under my government because it's been separated. And it gets picked up by the state or somebody else, and it's starting to get governed by that situation, that location. And so the, the, the umbilical cord and the extra embryonic material, that material is now under another government. And if I claim a birthday, I'm actually in sedition against my own government. I'm, I'm now agreeing that wherever that other piece of me is located, whether it's subject to the 1789 U.S. Constitution through cor the corporate or it's subject to some church government, it's not my government. So now if I agree to that, I've actually undermined my godly estate. I've undermined it myself by my own claims, by my own admission. But this, the idea of foreign, think about this. So dad's sperm fertilizes mom's ovum. Where does that occur? In, in a sea of space. In, in space. I, I mean, actually, dad's sperm doesn't he, mom's ovum is not attached. No, to anything it's floating it's, it's floating, floating in, it's floating in space the coordinates are changing constantly and then one of the sperms the best swimmer apparently makes its way and fertilizes that ovum and it's still in space yep changing coordinates from second to second millisecond to millisecond minute to minute hour to hour it's still floating in space tell me what jurisdiction that's in none none None. Is it in Illinois? 
Is it in Winnebago County? Is it in Swedish American Hospital Corporate? Is it in the United States of America? Is it in America? No. It's in none of those. So it's foreign to all of those fictitious ideas. It's foreign to all of them. And that's the beginning of my kingdom. So my kingdom, my biological kingdom, godly kingdom, godly estate, is 100% foreign to everything these guys are doing. Now here's, here's the best part. When, when, when the, the, the best swimmer, when that sperm fertilizes that ovum, nobody knows when that is. Nobody knows the exact moment that occurs. I call it fertilization, but, but that is a pretty broad statement. All the fertilization does is describe the fact that the sperm enters and, and organizes. Remember, this is order out of chaos. The ovum is chaotic. The sperm gives order to the chaos of the ovum, so it's order out of chaos. But when does that actually occur? Tell me the exact moment. It occurs it when you get, a, you get a spark of light. But there's no way to define that moment. It's undefinable. No. So if it's undefinable, they can't capture it. They can't say, our jurisdiction begins here. Okay, good. Well, I'm not within it. I'm not within it. Tell me this. Tell me the name, the label that was attached at that moment of creation to that zygote, the product of of fertilization of the zygote. Tell me what name was attached to that zygote at that point. None. There was none. There was none. It's all it genetic. It's all, just, it's all biology. It's all biology. DNA. So, so there's no way that a name can actually go all the way back to the beginning. There is no name that can go all the way back to the beginning. My, the moment of creation and, my, and the jurisdiction of this government with this knowledge is outside of their purview. Completely, it's outside of every single jurisdiction, man-made jurisdiction, because man didn't make, man did not make the zygote. Let me say that one last time. Man did not, my dad, my dad did not make the zygote. I differentiate dad and father for a reason. My dad offered 23 chromosomes through his sperm. The zygote is a 46-chromosome godly estate. My dad did not give his 46 chromosomes to me. He gave 23. He offered 23, and so did mom. Those two together is divinity. Dad's 23 and mom's 23 are two different vines, and when they come together, the divine product of, the divine product of that fertilization process, that spark of life, is the zygote. There is no jurisdiction for that that kingdom and that's okay, what so that's why to, I'm foreign yeah. that's why I'm foreign yeah. that's why I am uh, uh, the concept of of this uh, 18 USC 112 is that it says internationally protected person tell me what foreign government official. Foreign official yeah, I'm, I'm foreign I'm foreign to everything with, with well, everyone's, everyone's six foot under and you're above, above ground walking around. I'm actually, <laughs> I, yeah, look, I'm right now, I'm walking towards my Christ mass tree. And it's funny because the location of my heart is probably 
I don't know, four feet off the ground. So yeah. the SA node, the sinoatrial node that started sparking, that, that, that started beating around 25 days after, creating, uh, after creation, my heart, whether that's the moment I entered, I don't know, but when that SA node starts, starts the signal, receives that signal and starts that heart beating, my heart is about four feet off the ground. And I'm not tethered to the earth. So if you look at the location, as I walk across my, my dining room, I am four feet above the earth. If that's not extraterrestrial, I don't know what is. Yeah. Yeah. So that's... Um, aliens, aliens, come on. The aliens, we can't <laughs> let the aliens in. Well, you better understand what an alien can be. <laughs> yeah. You are one. <laughs> so, so, okay. So, so you were going back to uh, that that statement. That that's a really important, hugely important statement. You know, because that's your the, the foreign official, internationally protected person. That that that's on your card as well. Um, I think that's. Episode 14, you post a picture of your card, which has got Patron on it. Um, and you've got that on the back of your card. And I'm going to go to Patron real quick so people understand why I chose Patron. By the way, who's the only one? Who's the only one that supports your existence? It's definitely me. <laughs> it's you. So you're, you're, you would be the only support to your own existence, which by definition is what a Patron is. But let me go to Patron real quick because there's another piece here. And I know that I'm, I'm actually covering some of this in the new letter as well because um, I'm, I, this letter, this latest letter, and I'll send it to you, but, but this letter's my my future conversations are only going to be with the members, the, the private member association that is going to be at the new website. I won't be, I won't let anybody see the new letter. I won't let anybody listen to the, the calls that I, I've, I'm doing about that letter because this is too important to give away to people that, that don't understand the, this oh. level that don't have this level of understanding. You have it, but, I mean, realistically, I can't give this away because they will dilute. They will dilute my efforts. If I give this away to people, I've given everything else away for the last 15, 16 years, but if I don't keep this within the mem private member of the PMA, if I don't keep it within that, then I can't stop what happens, the dilution to this information, by people that don't give a shit about the truth. They don't. They just, Kurt, I got the IRS after me. I don't care. The IRS shouldn't be after you. Kurt, I got, <laughs> I got this going on. It doesn't matter. You shouldn't be in those courts. Yeah, but... Oh. See, that's the problem. All the yeah, buts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but... I'm not interested. In... <laughs> yeah, but... Okay, Patron... <laughs> Patron at Webster's. Yeah, here it is. Patron. Um, I'm just going to go where I think it's, it's the most important. It says, um, well, actually, all of it is really good, but it says, A master in ancient times 
who freed a person he had held in slavery but retained some rights over that person. See, by me claiming a birth certificated character, that deposit, that principal deposit is held in a safe place. The safe place is, is a, a form of prison. I, my biology now is being held by somebody else to keep it safe. But if it's my biology that's being held, then I indirectly am being held as well. People don't get it, but when you forgive all of this nonsense and let it go, you're no longer held to those uh, jurisdictions either. Again, um, ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. What's weird about that is that is the CIA's uh, motto. Why would the CIA uh, have that motto saying, ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free? <laughs> because CIA might actually mean Christ in action. Uh, because that's what I've been told by somebody that would not. Oh, actually. right. But, okay. yeah. Okay. So think about that. I mean, but anyway, All the throne, right. there are so many good definitions in here but here's one um a, a wealthy or influential supporter of an artist or a writer i don't know well if uh, you're the author of your own life then you're the supporter you're the one that's giving support to that life story and again my story is not his story if i'm the only one supporting me as a writer or as the author of my story that makes me the patron. Uh, that makes me the patron, not not Mary, not not the Virgin Mary as of the middle 1800s, because that's when she became the patroness of of the Americas or the United States, I should say. Well, I, I Mary, the Virgin Mary, and I, I, I'm not leaping. I'm just going to add on to something I said earlier. The uterine wall, the, that accretion is Mary. It's, it's Mary. It's the Virgin Mary. And the reason it's a virgin is because my dad's sperm didn't give rise to that born alive accretion. My mom created that on her own with her own biology. There was no man involved in the creation of that born alive product of conception. So that accretion, that uterine wall accretion is the immaculate conception, it was created by my, own, my, by my mom on her own without the help of my dad's biology. That's the Virgin Mary. It's also known as yeah. a handmaiden. The uterine wall is the handmaiden of Jesus because Jesus is the, the remaining biology, my remaining biology, which is part of the placenta. So Jesus and Mary are actually the feto-maternal placenta. Yeah. Uh, can I digress just for, for a second? Um, I was thinking about the, um, about the uh, ability to pay um, on the basis of your equity in the placenta. Uh, but I thought about it as, as, uh, in another way. When they sacrifice you at the beginning, isn't, it does, it, doesn't that end up being like double jeopardy? They can't kill you again. 
you know, if they sacrifice that biology at the beginning, which washes away all of your sin, right? So you, you sacrifice yourself. They've killed you. That's your ability to pay. And they can't, they can't kill you again because that's double jeopardy. Um, yes. When they clamp and cut the, the umbilical cord and, and remove the fetal placental organ, that is a limb. It's considered a limb. They amputated yes, a limb. Correct. L-I-M-B. Yes. And according in, in, in the Constitution, but not really at the Constitution, in the Bill of Rights, it actually says um, in one of the clauses, nor, uh, and you, double jeopardy is what you're getting at, but it says, nor shall any person be subject um, for the same offense to be twice put in jeopardy yes. of life or limb. Yes, yes, And again, yes, when, the they, when, yeah, when they yeah, sacrifice yeah. the limb, when they, when they put that limb on deposit as the principal deposit, that is a blood sacrifice. And yes. that, that yes. sacrifice of that limb is, is Jesus, the blood of Jesus, paying the bill. Yeah. Paying, so, paying the so, debt, paying the debt, paying the debt. Paying, paying the debt. So um, according to the International Court of Justice um, definition of human trafficking, the the cut off limb is being profited from. So can you ask? Can you when you write your letters? I mean, I've, I'm going to put this in my letter. Um, that I'm not going to state it. And I'm going to ask the question: Are they not profiting from human trafficking? When they clamp and cut the cord, well, through who's the birth profiting? Certificate. Through, but through who the, is it? If, you, the, if you're the one claiming, no, wait a minute here. If you're the one using it, <laughs> if you're the one claiming it. Now, remember, if I know that I am all present and accounted for from fertilization to last breath, that evidence is equity. I'm not, I'm not volunteering anything. They took it from me. So remember, yeah. equity doesn't aid a volunteer. So if I give it to them, I don't have equity available. Yeah. If they clamp and cut the cord violently, the, 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 the cutting is the violence, which is the mayhem. The taking away or removal is the larceny. And the letting it die, the sacrificing aspect of it, is the, the genocide. If, yeah. if I recognize all of that as something, and I'm not volunteering any part of me, then that amputation and that deposit becomes equity at Article 38 of the Libra Code, where it says that if you don't flee, if you don't run away, if you don't flee, then you will be indemnified. But if you do flee, if you run away, then you won't be indemnified. So again, you have to stand your ground. What does that mean? It means identifying the entirety of your godly estate. Stand your ground. Don't give any of that ground to them. Volunteer it away. Don't give it away. So again, all of these things are telling you that if you keep stating the truth, all present and accounted for from fertilization to last breath, if you keep stating the truth, eventually, they, maybe only three times, by the way, again, maybe only three times, that's probably how it will take, but you better damn well know what it is um, that is going to indemnify you. That deposit, that equity becomes your indemnity um, 
because the bill is already paid, both in Christianity, the body and blood of, of Christ, which is the amnion known as the Lamb or the Lamb of God. That's the Lamb that's been sacrificed. But also at the Fifth Amendment, according to the Constitution. But again, does the, does the Bill of Rights to the United States Constitution even come into play for birth certificated corporate entities? No. no. The Bill of Rights is only for living people. It is not for birth certificated corporate jur- juridical persons. It doesn't, it doesn't come into play. Birth certificated characters don't have the Second Amendment protections to, to, or the right to bear arms. They don't. Yeah. Yeah. Living people yeah. have the protection of the Bill of Rights. Decedent to state birth certificated persons do not. So the Bill of Rights don't even apply to birthdays, birthday right. people, yeah. birthday persons. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, so, let, so let's talk about well, pl- practical stuff. Sorry. You Wait a minute. Let me do one last thing because you brought it up. The the, the Palermo Protocol. Yes. Um, at Article Three. Yep. Is what you're talking about, and that's the trafficking yep. idea. What does it say here? Article Three. I'm going to go to uh, Article Three. <clears throat> there it is. It's in your it's in your book. <laughs> it's in your first book. <laughs> it, it, it actually is, but uh, but but that book is not even. I don't even have one here at the house right now. It's at the, it's at my wife's shop. Um, it is in the book, and it's really important though. But here's here's what's important. It it, it basically says, and the removal of organs. The last yes, line the end, talks yeah, about yeah, trafficking yeah. in persons. Right, the le- very last word says organ, but it is the removal of organs. And the moment yes. they clamp and cut the fetal maternal organ off of you that is trafficking and that's at article three but at article four the very next article it says and and consent is irrelevant meaning that you cannot consent to trafficking so when they clamp and cut the cord it's automatically trafficking but what happens when you claim a birthday who's trafficking what you're trafficking yourself you're trafficking that character, that person, or that child. Oh, yeah. You're doing yeah. it. And that's where, okay. again, okay. okay, you got it. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I know that. Yeah, I got it. But you walk into a... <laughs> I know you, you do. Walk into a, you, you walk into a bloody bank. And, or, you, or you get on the phone because they've cut your internet banking. <laughs> and right. And, and then you need to identify yourself. Well... You better give them a birthday. Your at your residential address. <laughs> you, you know, you you better give them your your name that they've got on file, your residential address, your birth date, your mother's maiden name, uh, the first school you went to, the name of your first dog, uh, <laughs> and any and any mortgages that you have with them, and the amount. Right. So we're basically, you know. I'm vomiting all over my knowledge, <laughs> trying to save myself over the, you know, over the phone call. You know, how the hell, how the hell do you move forward, or, or you know, you want to buy a property, you can't do it without, you know. I remember Jordan, sorry, what's his name, Jordan Maxwell saying, "A lodial title, not even God can take it." Yeah, no worries. <laughs> how the hell? <laughs> try to get, try to get one. Yeah. Yeah. Try. How do you get? A, you know, you can buy a car, a plane, a house, anything at all, but you need it a lodeo. Is that your Jordan voice? 
That's my, uh, that's my Jordan voice. <laughs> you do a better Jordan voice. Uh, but I've you've met him. <laughs> you've met him in your in your um, underwear. <laughs> <laughs> no, my pajamas. Come on, man. Oh, your pajamas. Oh, he was in his underwear. <laughs> yeah, well, that was his pajamas. Um, yeah, it was, it, was, um, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. But here's the thing. First step. I mean, let's let's get right down to it. I'd go into the bank. And I, and I would change the signature card to. You like my uh, idea, right? You like my. I you love like it. My idea. I, I thought I thought of that myself. <laughs> so you you go in there and you and you do that. You create a, yeah. a, a an organizational title authorization. Yep. Because that's what this is. It'll evidence your link or connection to the bank. That's your yep. equity. Curtis R. Period Kallenbach evidences me, the living man, Curtis, the. Uh, the deposit, the biological deposit, the R, which represents Richard, or the Jesus material, the dot or the period represents the other part of the placenta or the, the bank itself, the beach or the bank itself where my boat, my vessel, landed. Um, X marks the spot, which is why you don't have there's – no, um, there's no full name for you, so you have to create the X because X is the same for you that R would be for me. Yeah, it's the initial um, period. The initial it's the initial period. period, which is a time frame also. Initial period is the first yeah. period or the, the front of your life, it. the initial it's period. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> which is every, yeah. all the time in the womb, all the time in the womb. That's yep. what it was. Yep. Yep. Uh, but then, again, that's step one. I'd go to the bank and say, I need to, I need to make sure that we change um, my, my authorization uh, a way for me to authorize. Everything on file needs to be re linked to this uh, initial period character, this, this, this organizational character. Um, yeah. I would do that right away. Another thing I would do is I would then make sure the bank gets or needs, puts into the file, into their records at, at this level. A memoir? A memoir? Well, you could put a memoir in there. I, I would handwrite a memoir Send it along with this letter. Um, oh, the new that letter. Way the new letter in the, the, yeah, the new letter. Yeah. I, would use, I would use this new letter for absolutely everything I ever did. Yeah. Everything. And a memoir, again, yeah. if, if you're dealing directly with somebody, a handwritten memoir, you just make copies of everything you send so you have records of what you sent them exactly, um, exact copies as opposed to true copies. Um, just make exact yeah. copies. So, you, so the bank gets what? The bank gets this letter and a handwritten memoir, and what do you have at home? Exact copies from a copy machine um, of, of what you sent them in the envelope as well as what the envelope looked like on the outside as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what do you do with the birthday? Nothing. The birthday... Is, is when that material was deposited. So the birth date, yeah. you don't have a birthday, but, but the organization does. It has, uh, it has the date that material was, the, the, the principal deposit occurred, and that's, in my case, the principal deposit was deposited originally at September 19th, um, 1960 at, at 3.50 a.m. That's when a deposit went onto the bank or was evidenced. Okay. Uh, in, the, in their system. Okay. So the birthday, it's not damaging as long as you know. 
I mean, again, say if somebody says, "Well, when's your birthday?" You go, <laughs> "Birthdays well, are for infants." I'm 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 53 years old. I got that. You, well, you can laugh at it. You can you can chuckle when you say it, but the reality is, is yeah. you don't have a birthday. You don't have. Yeah. One. Well, the the birthday is for the placenta. It's for the deposit. Okay. Okay. All right. Which so, is your, uh, which is the security? Which is the security? While you're okay. in the fiction, while you're acting into the in the fiction. Okay. okay. So don't don't we want to remove ourselves from the fiction? You already are. You're not in the fiction because from fertilization to last breath, you're what you're doing is you're identifying the truth, but then yes. through the the fact that there's what do they call it? Um, uh, law of necessity. Law of the law of necessity, yeah, 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 yeah. where where you, I mean, it's it, it now it's 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 required. I can't get to my bank. I can't get to my money. I can't get to my inheritance. I can't get back to God without going through their pretense. Well, guess what? I already know the truth. I've identified the truth. But here it is. Here's what I know. It's in your file. You know it now. Um, whatever yeah. happens yeah. here, like you said, put a box around the X. You know, yeah, I like and then, that. Yeah, and then, yeah, 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 I do too. Yeah. I, I do too. I used to circle it on on all the credit no, card things and what. what you, you, you I know, but I used it. to. I used to. <laughs> I used to put a cir- I used to circle it and then X it out or make turn it into an asterisk or something. But uh, in the future, I'm going to put a box around it. Yeah. So thank you very yeah, much so for that, that idea. I, yeah, so I knew that. I just didn't do yeah, it. Yeah, that's. Uh, that's a nine and a half hour lecture by David Wynn Miller. <laughs> the box? Yeah, it's nine and a, you know, I, I had to find, it was like trying to find the Patron thing and I was darting across different three hour lectures and then I go, oh. Oh, I can't be lazy. I've got to start at the beginning. <laughs> so I started at the beginning a couple of days ago um, and then I skipped the, the Donahue letter because I know all of that, and then I ended up at Patron, the Patron letter, and I go, ah, finally I found it. So that's where I'm at. So, all right, so let's, um, um, this is really good. This is really good. So let's say you want to buy a car, and you go to the dealership. How are you going to deal with that? And are you going to register it? Well, think about it. Do, do you register um, your car? I, well, the registry evidences um, the deposit. Remember that everything registered, is, you, we're talking about um, the location of protected property. You know what I mean? If you have evidenced everything, the best you can, and, and when in Rome, do as the Romans do. Uh, again, the living man is never in Rome. The living man is never in Rome. But the fixed, everybody you know that believes in the birth certificated fictitious realm, everybody you know is working against you. Everybody. And nobody's on your side when it comes right down to it because they all believe Literally. the nonsense. All, everybody. Literally. Everybody believes yeah. the nonsense. Literally. Literally everybody. everybody. Yeah, everybody. Um, so realistically, how do you want to make your life? You said, how do you purchase? Well, are you, what yeah, are you going to do? Are you, are you going to, well, I'll, I'll be careful. Are you going to go finance it or are you paying cash? No, I'm just paying, I'm just paying cash. 
So, so okay, like, that's a, that's a, that's a, that is a little different. That is a little yeah, different. I'm, I'm in a situation right now. So I've put a deposit. So the bank didn't want to honor my internet payment, even though I, I spend money all over the place. But they didn't, they didn't like this internet payment. So I had to go and pay cash. And I've written a true bill in syntax grammar, which is simple. I, I know how to write simple contracts in syntax grammar, quantum syntax grammar. And um, I put my autograph down and I put a thumbprint on it. And I'm, I'm going to buy the car. I've got proof that I've paid for it. I've got a, like a, a, a contract, if you like, between me and the other person. And I'm going to pick that car up and I'm going to drive that car. In fact, no, I'm going to travel in my means of transport. So if I travel in my means of transport in a sea of space, why do I need to have registration? find me back to the system okay again a if you if you pay for it and there's no extension yeah. of credit yes remember Correct. credit Nothing. is credit is the blood pool itself and everybody's yeah. using credit there's no way around it if you use credit because now yes the money that is extended is coming from the blood pool itself if you go yeah. in with seventy five thousand dollars in cash uh, um, and you get the receipt for that car. Are you going to be able to get the uh, what is what do they call it? The, the certificate of manufacture? Probably not. But what difference? If you have the bill of sale, doesn't matter. Yeah. And you drive away, it doesn't matter. Here's what's weird about that is not just so you know. I'm, I'm only saying this because back in 2011, late December, I should say, Gregorian, I created a PMA called the Society of the Sojourner. I actually had some placards made, which are beautiful, by the way. And I, I actually traveled around on those placards um, for, I don't know, six or seven years myself until I bought, until I bought or until we bought some new cars and, or a car and a truck. Uh-huh. And then, of course, to get off the lot, you know, they had to have the license and registration in order to get off the lot. Uh, one car, the uh-huh. Subaru, was, was, was actually... Um, finance the truck was was outright here's the thing we have the title to the truck I'm actually considering with the book coming out publication of first in time also has the PMA the sojourner PMA in the book with the with an, a, a photograph of that plate of that placard I, I'm thinking that once that book comes out I'm gonna probably because I also have the uh, the paperwork on the truck of putting the Sojourner plates back on the truck. Mm. Now this is a seventy-five thousand dollar truck, you know. So, but but if it's part of my PMA, if it's part of the Sojourner PMA, which is going to be published into the book with that plate in the publication, evidencing it as the only way to identify a PMA member. Um, I think this is already happening. I think that the United yeah, States, is. or I yeah. think that these, the gov- these corporate governments are all PMAs. That's yeah. what I think. 
And so, and so um, I, I'll be the same thing. I'll be self-governing or the PMA will be self-governing. PMAs are, are recognized by the court system. This particular PMA will actually be in first in time, part of the publication. So with that in mind, on you know, here, for me, I'm probably going to go back and start, you know, riding around on the uh, sojourner plates. Yeah, because you can actually register... You can register your place to your association. It, it's already it's already there. It's already in the book. It's yeah. already in the yeah. copyright yeah. of the. It's already evidenced. So, realistically, that's what I'm going to do, and I and I like that's why the upcoming website in the next week or two, you know, SupremeBeing.life is going to be a PMA site. It'll offer other things for for other you know non-members at least until they become members. But that's what I'm planning on doing is I, I understand the PMA now well enough to know that the member, it's, by the way, the, the, the plate at the top says member. <laughs> what member am I talking about? Well, <laughs> the same member that they placed on deposit. So by having the knowledge of the member that is, is diverted to their system, that member is now the member of knowledge that we have to use as the whole man from fertilization to last breath. That's part of the PMA. You have to know. You have to know from fertilization to last breath. You have to agree. Uh, that's part of the membership is to recognize your godly estate from its, its true origin. That's it. What they're doing is they're getting you globally to enter the public, the public realm, with a deposition or deposit of that same exact member. What happens when that member is retained by you? Mm. What if that member That's... is with you through your knowledge and now you're now securing your own responsibility and removing yourself from that public deposition or deposit um, and now there's no confusion? I think it's possible. And again, I, that's why I do this at such a high level. I think it's possible. To do this and you know maybe I'll just be the first one out there doing it again but I know there are people still that are that are traveling around on these plates they've been traveling around on them since 2011 now some yeah. people that were belligerent they got angry and, and 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 nasty with the cops they got in trouble but the people that I mean you realize there are people all over the country that even when a cop asks them say are, are you are you Curtis Cullenbach because the plates come back to me. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. It's pretty weird. It's pretty weird because they're in the system already, but now because of the publication of First in Time, they're going to be in a system recognized as a PMA on a large hey, so, so, uh, Actually, sorry, where, even where, at the Library of Congress, even at the Library of Congress, because the book is, registered, the book is, is uh, at the Library of Congress as well. So there's no plausible deniability. Sorry, so um, your private member association... Is registered. Sorry. It's not registered. How are they? Sorry, how are they coming up with your name on your plate on your own plate? How do they? Because find your back name? in, because back in two thousand and eleven, eleven and twelve, or maybe even twelve, eleven, I already sent the information for these plates, these placards, already sent them in back then, saying this identifies my copyrighted position. Well, now it is copyrighted as of 
first in time. It's actually in the Library of Congress. So I don't know how they can actually say it's not a PMA when there's actually a copyright associated with the information in the book, if you know what I mean. Oh, God. Now, now anybody can be able to use the book and go, hey, here it is right here. This, this is a PMA, and I'm part of it. Here's, here's my agreement. Here's my, you know what I mean? Right, okay. Because the other, okay, um, my mind cannot get around what, you, what, what you've just said and what you're doing, but the other um, way that I heard of being able to register your own plate is basically you, you put all the information in, and you send yourself a registered mail, and you register it by the postal system. And I did then you that. Keep it. <laughs> oh, and I did you that. Keep it in yeah. the, and you keep it in the car unopened. You keep it in the car unopened. And if somebody wants to see the registration, you can show them. Because it doesn't say where you have to register your car. Uh, your, sorry, well, your... I'm uh, private mode of transport mode, mode of transport your property yeah well again being self-governing is a big deal yes self-determination and self-governing what people don't understand is and, and I'm glad you brought this up but look at if somebody says the government seriously if somebody says well the government they're already mm -hmm. deferring yeah. because my government's my government there is no the government there is no there's yeah. no yeah. We, we don't share a government. Nobody I know shares a government with me because I'm yeah. self-governing yeah. and I'm yeah. foreign. So, again, there is no the government for me. Um, mm. There is no our government or our taxes because there is no our. I don't yeah. share my kingdom. My biology is not shareable. Think about that. My 46 chromosomes is not shareable without my destruction. I can't yeah. share my biology. Um, well, what, what about your son? My son got 23 chromosomes. He didn't get all 46 of my chromosomes. So I can't share my biology. I can't share my godly kingdom or godly estate with anybody. That's very That's important. why That's, it is important. That's why this government, my important. mind, body, and spirit, have one government, and it goes all the way back to fertilization. The piece they clamped and cut off of me they could, clamp, they could cut all my fingers and toes off and legs and everything else, but I'm still only one godly estate. I'm still only one uh, godly kingdom. It doesn't matter how many pieces they cut me up into because there's only one, and this is, this is a weird thought too. Um, when you finally start to get it, remember that there's no safety net. Yes. This is really important. There's no safety net. There is no... There is no retirement plan for you. There is no, no insurance. welfare. There's no insurance. There's no insurance. <laughs> There's no welfare state. Now, the, the beauty is that for those people that remain in that world or in that realm, they're covered. They're covered. Hmm. So if something happens, by the way, right of way, that's another big deal. That first book, people don't realize that these are all connected. Right of way, by definition. Um, look what it says here. Right of I'm just going to go to Webster's. Not, I'm not even going to go into the law dictionary. I'm just going to Webster's um, DEF. This is important. It says um, legal right of passage over another person's ground. Well, there's me and mom. I have a right of way out of her womb. Uh, 
But look what it says here. The 3C, the right to take precedence over others. Precedence over others. The right to take precedence over others. So now I'm going to precedence. What does that mean, Kurt? You think you're better than me? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Until you wake up, I'm definitely better than you. <laughs> yeah. um, because you're sleeping. Precedence. What does it say here? Priority. Priority of importance, the right of to superior honor on the ceremonial or formal occasion, the order of ceremonial or formal preference, the fact of coming or occurring earlier in time, well, there's the zygote, and then finally, antecedent. What I'm getting at is, in their world, we come, you and I come to an intersection, in, an intersection. In their commercial realm on the commercial seas, you and I come to the same point in time and space at that moment. Now, they're going to call it an accident or injury or whatever. I'm going to say that if you and I meet at that point, at that intersection, here's the problem. I have the right of precedence. Though I have the right to proceed with the right-of-way, meaning I can never be held at fault. If you hit me, if something happens where you and I intersect, I have the right of precedence, meaning that I can never not be or not be afforded the right to be first. So if you hit me, if we have an accident, it's never my fault. The right of precedence says that. If we come to an intersection, it's, I have the right to proceed first no matter what. If you hit me, if we have an accident, you're always at fault. So in, with the right of way, the idea of the right of way, the, the reality of, of, of being arriving outside the womb with such precedence, every one of the characters in their trust are going to be found guilty. They all are, are beneath me when it comes to the order of precedence, which means that if there's any occurrence between me and their character, their character is guilty. I can never be guilty because I have a right of precedence. The right of way evidences that. And, and between me and mom, mom representing Mother Earth, I have a right of way over Mother Earth because of that accretion, because of, of this knowledge. I have a right of way. There is no public, that's, that, there is no Earth that is off limits to me. And that's what people don't get either. All these fictitious boundaries. Illinois, Wisconsin, the United States, United States of America, Australia, England, it doesn't matter. Those are all fictions. Reality doesn't recognize any of those fictions. When a squirrel crosses between Illinois and Wisconsin, the squirrel doesn't give a rip. If I carry a squirrel into Australia, well, that might be a problem, but, but the squirrel doesn't care where it's located. Nature yeah, doesn't give a rat's ass. <laughs> Nature is outside of all of this nonsense. And that's kind of where the right-of-way is. First in time, evidence is even the right-of-way further. And, of course, the last book in the trilogy is going to just be called My Story. But the reality is, is when people understand it at this level, when we finally wake up to the truth of the matter, all the way back to fertilization, you'll realize that that right-of-way that you have over the motherland, there is no third-party, third-person. There is no man 
between you and mom or, or you and Mother Earth. There's no man. And so if there's no man, there's also no claims to stop that rite of passage. Now, there is trespass, don't get me wrong. If, if, if you come into my yard here and, and, and I, have, I, I have the boundaries, the, the, the boundaries of, of this house and, and this land marked off, if you come into those boundaries, that would be a trespass. There is trespass, don't get me wrong. But as long as I don't trespass upon you or you upon me or me upon your property or you upon my property, we're all good to go. It doesn't matter. I mean, I could be climbing a mountain or I could be going through a field. As long as it's not part of somebody's claim, property, private property, I'm good to go. I don't need a permit to fish in, in, in God's you know, streams or, or whatever unless I'm on somebody else's land. That has evidenced the purchase of that land that that can evidence ownership hey i'm not going to go onto somebody's land i know right from wrong so do you so again this stuff is kind of easy when you get all the way down to the truth it only gets difficult with the details and one last thing about this the details what the devil is in the details that we've heard that all our life well what is a detail a detail is any one piece of the whole separate or viewed separately from the whole so if you take my life which was from fertilization to this moment if you take any one moment out of that whole life and you say well what about this well that's a detail and the devil's in the details well what about biologically if you cut cut the cord and you separate a piece of me biologically that becomes a detail and a detail is where the devil is I cannot defend I don't need to defend, better yet, I don't need to defend the truth. The truth doesn't require a defense. So that's why I get to be a pacifist when I have the truth on my side. I can just let everything be as it is, because it is, and then I can just identify my stuff and let everybody that's making their erroneous claims, their false claims, their trespassing claims upon me, I can make it evident through the knowledge, this light, this really bright light of knowledge, and say, there's nothing I can do to stop you from doing what you're doing. You could, say, you could have said that to the cop. Listen, I can't stop you from doing what you're doing, but it is a trespass because you're presuming. You're presuming. You're, you're actually attaching a presumption upon reality. Yeah. You're attaching a presumption yeah. upon my, my, king, my, my, my estate, my godly estate. You're attaching right. your presumption upon me, which is a trespass. Yeah, your beliefs uh, are yeah. a trespass. Your beliefs are a trespass. Yeah. I, so, I did thank them for not, for not hurting me. <laughs> well, I think you probably should. <laughs> I, at the end, I, I did thank them for not hurting me. <laughs> I think that, the, so, first of all, if, you, if, you're the, if you're the better man, I remember once when, when they busted out my wife's driver's side window and dragged her out of the car, and, and oh, we both ended up down, down in jail that night. What's funny is, well, nothing at the time. <laughs> it wasn't funny at the time, yeah. It wasn't funny at the time, but when, when, when I was at the window giving, you know, giving the, the handing over my wallet and all my stuff, um, the cop that broke the window out, it was, or the sheriff's deputy or whoever he was at the time, he ca- kind of came up to me. He was behind me, and, but he had this bandage. His hand was bandaged because he was bleeding pretty bad. And I didn't know that he was the guy that broke the window. I didn't know. Um, but I said, hey, man, are you all right? What happened? Because I didn't know he was the guy. The moment 
I showed concern, because that's who I am, the moment I actually showed genuine concern for somebody that was hurt, you should have seen the look in his eyes. I mean, I could tell he felt like shit the moment I did that. And I didn't even know who he was. But he's the one that broke the window, and when he broke the window, he got hurt. But I showed concern for the fact that he was hurt and bleeding, and the moment that happened, everything changed between him and I. Uh, uh. I mean, these guys, you know, they're told what to do, and then they, they do it. But I, I think that in the end, what's going to happen is, you know, and I'm not some Pollyanna idiot. I just believe that everybody wants reality. Everybody wants the truth. Um, they just don't know it yet. <laughs> I just don't know it yet. You realize they don't know it the yet. beautiful thing. Yeah, don't know, yeah. Well, think about think about you being you still and and responsible for you. You'd still be doing all the same stuff you're you're already doing. Yeah. The difference is is that those of us that know what it's like to be responsible, we're already doing it. So that world, yeah. the changing of the world into a responsibility and and getting rid of all the infancy and all the people that are being taken care of. They're going to be struggling because they don't, they've never experienced responsibility at that level. And then they're going to be afraid of the unknown responsibility. But you know what? You start to feel good about yourself. When you do shit for yourself, there's where your self-esteem is. There, there's where you start to feel worthy of your own existence. And that, that changes everything for everybody because that, we're, we're in a very, very sick society where nobody feels worthy, you know? Yeah. Pretty amazing. Look, yeah. look around. Anyway, yeah, yeah. But, I'm going out um, to that, that that federal post box real quick and see what's going on out here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been I've been sitting I in my truck since since five a.m. this morning. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured I heard the door of... open. I figured you had to. You can't have these conversations. Oh no! I've got a house full of teenagers that were up till like three a.m. Uh, what time is it where you're at right now? Uh, uh, it is <laughs> seven eleven. Seven, 7 <laughs> where are you? Are you in Las Vegas? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm in my driveway, in my truck down the beach. <laughs> well, here's what I'll do. Mainly, this this was a lot of fun. I got to tell you. Um, <laughs> there was a lot me, of there was me, a lot of calls. There was a lot of calls there with the things that you said. Um, but you've said some pretty profound things today. So just that last explanation about um, you know removing yourself and and having right of way over everything. That that was very very good. Very very good. Over everything within my kingdom. So if yes. my kingdom yes. only, it extends all the way back to fertilization and, and it extends biologically over all of my biology. It also, I have a right of way over the motherland that me and mom had between us. There was no middleman there. So I, mm-hmm. that, that, that bank, that bank is, is for me. I'm not saying it's my, my biology or my property, but the bank mom created was specifically for me it was specific for me and then when i know the limits of my own kingdom and realize that the rest of the world i'm talking mother earth is available 
with the exception of what has been claimed. Now, can, I, can, can the Roman Catholic Church just come over here willy-nilly and claim all of the Americas? Well, they did in, in, in 1493 through Intercetera, but is that really valid? No. No. No, I mean, Earth is to be shared, but, you know, there are people that think that they have a right more, a right to the Earth than anybody else. And, and again, the only reason these, these, these churches and states are making such, you know, grandiose actions against the rest of us is because we've been asleep. The well, moment no we wake up, up no, no, nobody's no standing one, up. No, and, and we've fallen every, for all of the nonsense. I mean, common law, people don't, oh, well, Kurt, the common law. I don't give a shit about the common law. It has nothing to do with my kingdom. That law is in common with whoever agrees to it. And, and, and again, nobody quite understands that the common law does not actually recognize absolute ownership. I mean, I can find the document, but it says that the, the common law does not recognize absolute ownership. Well, don't I have absolute ownership over my own godly kingdom, my biology from fertilization at this moment? Yes, I do. That's absolution. I have absolute ownership over this, but the common law doesn't recognize absolute ownership. No. So it no. would deny me my own godly kingdom in the common no. law. Common law, you're, you're part of the brotherhood. <laughs> well, and again... Um, I'm not my brother's keeper. So when you get down to the truth and you recognize your responsibility, it doesn't mean that I, I can't work with everybody. I, I love working with people. What I can't do is let somebody say, well, we have a right to trample over you because you're part of the public pool. Mm, no, actually I'm not. In fact, I'm foreign. You know, this, my government, my self-government is foreign to all other governments, and I'm nothing more realistically than an ambassador. You know, I, I mean, you've got to look at the word diplomat, not, not because you want diplomatic immunity. What you want to do is learn what, a diplomatic, what diplomatics are. And that's what we're discussing here. We're, we're discussing diplomatics. And, and once you get it, you realize that your, the, the government, Isaiah 9-6, upon your own shoulders, is foreign to every other government anywhere. And if it's foreign, then you would be looked at as an ambassador from wherever you came from. I mean, one last thing about this, and this is a fun way to look at it, is in the cartoon Superman, which came out right around the time of the birth, the birth record of the birth certificated person, 1933, Superman came from planet Krypton. Well, Krypton is the zygote. Superman is an extension of the zygote. So baby, umbilical and extra embryonic, baby is Superman, and his connection, his connection to Krypton is referenced when he runs into a red phone booth. And what are phone booths? They're, they represent communication. So when Clark Kent, the legal fiction, goes into the red phone booth, strips off his commercial character and reconnects with or his connection, um, his line, i.e. the phone booth, the red phone booth at that, he is now what? He comes out of that after communicating, after communion, because communication means communion, when he reconnects with his source, he's Superman. Well, the same thing with us. When we remember, when we acknowledge our godly origin, 
the zygote, we're doing the same thing. We're communicating or we're evidencing a line of communication, also known as communion in their realm. We're, commun we're communing with our source, and that, that's what gives us our authority, our, our authority being our, or our original authority, which is the zygote, which is our sovereignty. That's what Superman is. Superman represents baby, umbilical and extraembryonic, as one sovereign estate. One sovereign estate. That's what Superman's all about. And of course, what is he? I mean, what what is the thing? What is the one thing that 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 weakens Superman or evidence that makes it so he's not super? What what is the thing? Kryptonite. But kryptonite is not kryptonite. Yeah. Well, kryptonite is is what? It's a piece of krypton, just like the afterbirth uh, is a piece of the zygote. So the uh, the kryptonite. It weakens Superman just like the birth certificated um, extra embryonic or the afterbirth weakens us. Yeah. It's, a it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. It's just a piece, yeah. Anyway, so, um, we good? So, so, you know, yeah, yeah. So, look, look push you <laughs> on one more thing. <laughs> so, um, the, you know, the accretion and the, the evolution... Could that also be considered a clot of dirt? The clot of dirt historically was, okay, so you're going to sell me a piece of, you're going to sell me your yard. Gonna, your, okay, your, all right. Well, well, let, let's you're, say, you're selling me some land. Well, where in reality, you're, you're down here. I own okay. I own the beach I own the beach house here. Well, I don't own it. I don't own it. Yeah, we rent. Yeah, pretend you do. I own the, pretend you pretend. All right, you, you you've rocked up to you go. I like that. I like that beach house, and and you and I, um, uh, you know, you've got a bag of gold, right? So we don't have to deal with the bank. Um, and you hand over a bag of gold, and I hand you a clod of dirt, and we take some pictures of that. And we can put our thumbprints on a on a simple contract, right? Um, is that is that that's a transaction done? You know that would have been a transaction done hundreds of years ago in the Wild West, right? Long before paper, we don't even need thumbprints. Yes. All we need is you you got this stretch of beach, and it, and let's say it's a hundred acres, and it includes the house. And you say, Kurt, I'm, I'm going to sell this to you. <laughs> I, I, yeah. By the way, it's riparian land because it's up against the water, right? Um, yes. What's interesting is you say, yeah, there's 100 acres here, and I'm selling it to you, Kurt. And I say, we agree on a price. I bring a bag of gold that is equal to that price. I come over there. We stand on the land that you're transferring to me. I hand you the gold. You reach down and grab a clod of dirt off of the very ground you're giving me. So you yeah. hand me the cloud of dirt from the ground you're giving me, and that transference was all it took for me to now own the land. You, t you walk home, you get out of there with the bag of gold and go do your thing, but I now, yeah. through that transference, the actual physical dirt itself from the ground itself that I just purchased from you, you, yeah. you, you give up your claim upon all 100 acres in the house next to the, the water, and now I own it. Now, that doesn't even take paper. doesn't even take a thumbprint. Yeah. It just was... No. Historically, Correct. it was just a transference of that. Now, here's the thing. Later on, it becomes what? A twig. Uh, later on, it becomes yeah. a, a piece of paper somewhere downtown, yeah. and I don't even have to be yeah. at the land. Eventually, it becomes yeah. 
uh, credit. Pot. But it doesn't matter. The cloud of dirt is this. When my biology, I mean my biology is my kingdom. It evidences my planet. It evidences planet zygote. If I don't claim that piece of me, a piece of that biology, if I don't claim it, if I leave it as part of the placenta, if I leave it as part of that deposit, you know, I mean, there's a couple ways to look at it. Did I donate it? Did I abandon it? Um, is it a clot of dirt agreement? Is, is that ground of my estate, is that an agreement? Um, worse yet, what if I leave that piece of me attached to that piece of mom um, and they, they use that abandonment or non-use as adverse possession? Are they going to say, hey, we've been taking care of this piece of ground of yours now for 63 years, Kurt. Um, we adverse possessed that property. Well, you, that would be slavery. Again, anything to do with my biology is a servitude or slavery. One or the other doesn't matter. And I don't, I, I don't agree to that. I don't agree to anything where I become a servant or, or a slave to somebody else. You know, that's what this is all about. You yeah. can't. But you also, yeah. But you also, no, I'm just saying I mean, that. Yeah. In my no. position, no, I, I'd like to, I'd like to, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'd like to, I am going to go down the path of unwinding uh, the property ownership that I have back to my international organizational title because all other stuff is, is fraudulently created. But if you want to yeah. transfer or sell or sell that property, well, you still have to go through the birth certificate of character or a trust that I've got or a you know, company that I've, that I've got. I think you're okay. Again, I would, at the banking level for sure, make that signature card or whatever, get it, get it back to the organizational title. Um, yeah. and, 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 and put a couple things in, on the record or in the file so, there, again, there's no plausible deniability that they received the information. Now, are you going to go and fight people about this? No, you're not. You no. can't. No. What you do is you let them know that you know, and at that point, it really is ownership. I mean, I'm the owner from Fertilization Last Breath of this kingdom. I'm also the owner of everything the kingdom produces. So it produces yeah. something intellectually. That's private property. It, it produces something. I pick up a shovel and I dig a hole. I own the hole. Um, there is no third party or third person that has a hand in my, my, my efforts. My labor is private. Everything I do is private. Um, they can keep presuming things and I'm going to just keep going but if something comes up I've already evidenced everything and I'll say I'm not arguing I, I'm, I'm a pacifist for crying out loud and I've been a pacifist from fertilization to last breath so realistically I'm not here to argue we all know the truth the truth is already known so now what are you going to do I, I just think that they quietly back away and they let you go on about your, your business because, again, my business is, is my business. My business is none of your business unless we pool our resources and, become, and, 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 and subject ourselves to some other larger business or some other 
trust or whatever. I'm telling you right now, my business is my business. I don't want to be party to somebody else's, you know. I, I, I'm not going to put food on my neighbor's table unless I do it directly and by my own actions. And by the way, Debbie and I have given a hell of a lot away over the years, you know, on our own. The problem is, is once they took everything or started taking shit from us, closing down, you know, uh, our, our source of, of money, um, that being internet businesses or whatever, um, it, it got tougher. So we were able to give less away, you know, than we ever have. So again, I think that when they start clamping down on people, people try to hold on to their stuff more. I think people, gen I mean, in general, are pretty, pretty decent, and we take care of each other on our own. But once it became legislated, you know what I mean? Once, once they started forcing people, once they started taking 60, 70, 80%, 90% of your, your money away from you, your, your, your hard-earned money, um, you start trying to hold on to some of it, you know? That's what I did. Yeah. Well, that was that was nicely that was nicely poetic at the end there. That that was yeah. That it's important it's important to get that phrase that you just mentioned in terms of you, you know your biology, whatever it produces, that's yours, and that's it, and that's the the long and short of it. Yeah. So it is, and it's my business, and and that's what yeah. I try to tell people that don't don't confuse your business with my business, and and the same with the state or the church. Don't confuse what you believe to be yours when it's actually a trespass upon on my God-given. And, and this is the best part. My, my godly estate began at fertilization. There is no middleman between me and creation. It's just, you know, I was nowhere, and, now, and then it went from nowhere to now here. It's that simple. Well, where was I before? I don't know, and neither do you. Where will I go after? I don't know, and neither do you. You know, don't put your beliefs on me because that's a trespass. Don't force me to believe what you believe because that's a trespass. I think people, when they get the idea of trespass, when they finally get it, that everything that is outside of my kingdom is a trespass if it forced upon me. But you've got to know the limits of your kingdom in order to identify the boundary. My boundary is biological. It began at fertilization, and that's it. You know, whatever, if you force any of your beliefs or any of your certifications or any of your citizenships or, or any of your ideas on me, that's a trespass. Trespass is big. It's a really big deal. You know, you don't have to get yeah. angry. You just say, that's a, that's a trespass. Yeah. But brilliant. 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 Brilliant, Curtis. Brilliant as always. I'm going I'm to send you, because of the situation, you know, I, I already know that, you know, when that – Supreme being dot life is up and running. I already know what you're going to do, but I'll be happy to get you the, the in advance of membership. I'll, I'll, I'll get you the, the final letter that I wrote because it is, Fantastic. it's scary. It's scary. It's so good. It's scary. And also the, yeah. uh, the, the, the accompanying two audios right now, I hate to say it, but you know, that, that's about seven hours more. <laughs> Yeah, that's just uh, two you, calls. Been, that's just two calls, by the way. You've been a very busy beaver over the Christmas period. I haven't been able to catch up. <laughs> I can't well, believe how is, much content you produced in the last two months. It's unbelievable. Well, it's pretty. These are really little things, but they're very important. And this, the last, 
this letter is going to have probably 20 hours of audio because it's everything. I mean, it, yeah. what if this is the one letter everybody can use for the rest of their life? They better understand what it means. So I'm, I'm really taking my time and, and breaking down this, the concepts, the ideas, you know, each word or each definition or, yeah. you know, the context in which it's meant. Anyway. All right, we good. Uh, all right, uh, two more things I just want to say. Um, <laughs> I want to I want to order order a box of the next book like I did last time, and okay, I'll be I'll be quick. <laughs> and uh, I saw on social media last night someone sporting the Genesis cap, and I was like, yes, I've got one of those. <laughs> In fact, I've got oh both the, the, <laughs> the, the 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 lowercase G, the lowercase G. Yes. Love the hat. I love it. And I, 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 I carry both around just depending on how I want to accessorize. I wear them all day. I wear them all day every day too, just for the yeah. hell of it. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah thank yeah. you for that. that, that but they're thank, really thank cool. You. Thanks for that. And I love also the little inserts in the book, the little cards. Because um, if people are, you know, if I think people will read the book, I'll give them a book. And if I think they're not up to reading the book, I give them a card, you know. Um, and did, then did I put those? In, did I put those in the book? Yeah, they were yeah, in the book, did. right? Yeah, yeah. Did you, you did. see I where I put them? Some... No, where? In... No, uh, I didn't see specifically <laughs> I put them in the where same you put them. Yeah, I put them. I, I put them in the same spot um, every time for right of way, and it's it's it's. I think it's right up under the second paragraph or whatever. Maybe it's where it says I found it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's in the to wit, the witness letter or the witness statement. Um, oh, okay. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll have to look at some of the, I've still got a, a handful. I mean, I think I bought like 13 books or something and I think uh, I still have some in the box, but I've been, I've been a busy beaver giving them away and, you know, I'm not quite on the street corner, but um, it's really yeah. funny because my, my uh, one last thing, I think I'll, I'll send you, I'll send you a picture of it. <laughs> Uh, my my um, my cousin had had his uh, celebration. Uh, I, I call it a celebration of life. Uh, some people might call it right. a birthday, but I, I, I celebrate everyone's life. I don't celebrate the birth certificate of character anymore. And uh, I removed all the candles from his cakes, <laughs> and I put a book <laughs> of right of way next to the flower arrangement and I took a picture of him and I'll send you the picture. It's so funny. There's, no, there's all these cakes, but there's no candles. Well, then he doesn't get to blow out the light, you know, of the light life. of day for the next 365. Exactly. I'll send that to you now. Thank you for your time. Love you, mate. You're, you're wonderful. Love you too, man. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I will put, and it's okay if I put this up at, at uh, um, yeah, I'm, yes, Buzzsprout, no, you good no with that? Problem. No problem at all. No problem at all. Okay. All the best. Text me. We'll talk again. We'll talk again soon. Thanks. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye.